Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? Uh-huh, sure. You know, yeah. you look kind of familiar. Yeah, you do too. But I wanted to know, do you know somebody named... <laughs> you know his name. Oh, definitely. I know his name. Well, I just wanted to let you know that he's mine. <laughs> oh, no. He's mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a record. Yes. I mean, just really a moment in time, and what a big moment for R&B and for females, right? The boy is mine. Brandy and Monica, if Brandy you don't and know. Brandy Monica, let's go. Made so, you pick a side. Yes, pick a side, pick a side. <laughs> I'm team Brandy over here. I'm team Monica. Okay. All right. All right. You don't want that smoke. Ooh, I want it. All right. All right. All right. Welcome, boys and girls. Welcome back to a new episode of Shuffle Podcast. I'm your boy, Jay Brooks. And what's up, y'all? I'm Nola C. And we are back. We are back. How you feeling this week? I'm feeling great, you know, with everything going on. Um, just trying to keep a steady mind. Um, I'm excited for everything that's going on on social media. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> it's definitely been a time. And, you know, just shout out to all our healthcare workers out there on the front line. All essential employees, we see you. We see you. you we know, appreciate everyone, you. Yes. Stay home. Stay safe. And um, let's know, watch these producers cut up. Let's just be online. Well, let's let's, let's maintain our routine. Let's stick to a schedule. Make sure we keep life moving. Yes. But in the meantime, wash your in hands. The extra time, stay clean. <laughs> wash your hands. <laughs> you know, check out the excitement on IG. And so we can't wait to discuss that. Yes. And so we want to get right into it um, just to kind of get it going. And let's start out with um, the man, the written testimony by Jay Electronica, New Orleans Zone. Um, Long awaited. Much anticipated debut album. debut album, right? Um, you know, something something different, something mm-hmm. to look forward to, something to kind of just dive into. What yes. did you think? I, I liked it. I thought it yeah. was I thought it was a great album. He talked about what he's been doing for these last ten years. Uh he speaks about what's going on in his world and the world period, but it's all through his eyes. So I feel like even if he never makes an album again, he said what he wanted to say, and he's leaving up, leaving it up for us to make the decision on it. And he said what he wanted us to hear, like he expressed himself on it. No, I definitely agree with you. I think that when he came out into the scene, which was almost about, what, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. almost at this point now, I think there was a lot of anticipation and excitement around him. And, you know, although he definitely kind of had that, that energy going, um, we still didn't get any official releases. And so that says something mm-hmm. because, you know, traditionally you would think, okay, I'm going to strike while the iron's hot. But instead, we kind of find a scenario where he just kind of went cold and then to come back and then give us this. And there are a lot of different um, messages yeah, in, because this, in this album. In that 10-year span, he kind of talked about what he was going through. You know, he was getting more knowledgeable about his nation, Nation of Islam, because they do talk about... Uh, Islamic law, and they also talk about like the Holy Bible. So it's kind of like I feel like I said earlier, like he wanted us to hear a certain message. What are and some of your favorite tracks? Um, Ghost of Soldier Slim. Okay. Let's start off with that. I agree. Um, that's the song where we first was introduced to Jay Z being on the album. And um, also, Fer- Farrakhan, he started it off, and I mean, he just kind of like. <laughs> Let your masters come out and deal with this, right? Yeah. So you kind of already knew that this was going to be a serious album. It definitely was social conscious from a sense that it wasn't nothing that you really hear on radio. It's not nothing um, that is, I guess people will say well, that 
you know, that will like substance. I think it's more... Oh, it of, definitely doesn't like substance. It's definitely more of a record for those who have a more mature mind who's kind of focused on the long term, right? Like, I'm developing a plan now, and this is what I'm doing mm-hmm. to set me and myself up. And for those who've been wondering, this is what I've been doing. Right. Um, I also like Flux uh, Capacitator. Oh, yes. Get the you know, gag. The get, the get the gag. Get, get the gag. Get the gag. And, you know... Jay-Z is a discussion in itself, but specific, specifically what I liked about this song was the fact that you got to see that love relationship or kind of where it all started between New York and New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you kind of trace back to our history, you kind of see that come about. So I thought that was a really yeah, a fresh moment for, for just us as two mm-hmm. cities mm-hmm. Um, or two states. Right, two states. Really. And then on Exhibit C, he said, New York niggas calling Southern rappers lame, but then Jack and I slang. Because everyone so, loves Southern hip-hop culture. Yes, you, let's not forget. Southern hip-hop is, is more influential to me than what people realize. I mean, the cultural movements that we set the way that our rappers have been emulated and what we kind of look at as the blueprint and you can credit Lil Wayne to kind of lead in that charge. Thanks. But then also back back to Flux Capacitator, he's talking about getting the gap, but shout out to Jay-Z because he's talking about the Rock Nation brunches. He Which created we'll his own. He still, yes, we would definitely be there. So let's shout just put that Shuffle. out there let's right put now. That, let's put that in the we'll universe. Be there. You're right. You'll see us. <laughs> he talked about selling out to the NFL like I'm already rich, so... Why do I need to sell out? And then also what's interesting to me is the tweet about when I die, don't tweet. Um, that was a rough one. Trying to get one. That was a rough one. I respect love. that, like, wait, though. If you I can't give my that. mama a hug or then don't shout me crib, out. don't shout me don't out. Don't give me all that fake love. I want real love. I want people who's been around me. So that's a message that everyone can get down with, especially with the unexpected losses that we've kind of experienced. Um, and, and, you know, we don't want to kind of dig into that, but we've, we kind of dealt with some hard blows from a national perspective, but also locally. You know, we've experienced some some heavy hitters departing from us unexpectedly. So I respect that. Jigga is spitting fire. Now, he is spitting fire. Now, what I will say, you know, the the controversy behind this was um, kind of brought up by Joe Button. But I mean, personally, before I even heard what Joe Button had to say, I was a little bit thrown off. Um, by the fact that the first rapper that I heard was Jay-Z spitting bars instead of Jay Electronica. And I thought to myself, what's going on here? You know, like, okay, Jay-Z's <laughs> on the first track. But I remember, I didn't see Jay-Z's name on any of the tracks. That was the point. And then the more... I don't the, need all this. Right. This and is then, for you, Jay Lex. Absolutely. And the more I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute. That's exactly what I would do. The optics of that. I'm Jay-Z. I don't need to be featured on your record. Nope. I don't need to have my name on it. Nope. And the fact that I'm on here this much and not featured is going to have people wondering, what the, what are you doing? This is supposed to be your introduction to the world. This is supposed to be you carving your own lane. And I think that, in a sense, it's bigger to him than yeah. and then I'm just on me him. trying to make a debut to the world. Right. And then I'm on here talking my shit. Like, mm-hmm. on the song The Blinding, he talks about, listen... I named my son Sir, so you have to call my son Sir. Like, do you know how deep that is? I mean, that's real. You sick. literally have to call his son Sir. And that's, that's what Jay Z is, though, now. And, you know, one thing that you can credit him is that his metamorphosis has been reflected in his music. If you want to date personal, you want to link personal to what we've got in the music, you can kind of see the progressiveness and in the way of his thinking and the way that he carries himself and the way he talks about. He's never lost his cockiness never. or his arrogance for that matter. He warned y'all in 444. He, he warned you in 444. Right. <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, it's it makes sense. And guess what? It has people talking. 
Swish B says that it's like they will write in their own scriptures. Because, you know, he was in the blinding. You know, mm-hmm. he speaks that Arabic mm-hmm. in the beginning. Right. How are you? How are you, my dear? He speaks that. So, you know, he helped produce that album. I mean, that song. But I love it. I think it's <laughs> Shout dope. Shout out to Travis Scott. He's also on the blinding. I think it's dope. I think, I mean, you know, and not to overshadow it, but to Button's point, I think there were a couple of credits to that. I understand the notion of wanting to make a want to make a statement, wanting to make an impact solely. But I think that the impact was greater than Jay Electronica than himself. Yeah, it's one so of So it those... wasn't really about him. It was about the messaging that the message, he was trying right. to, to put out there. So And whether you receive it now or whether it's you receive it later, now. it's there. It's there. It's right. there. I, I'm, I'm in full agreement with you. So, um, But when it comes to hip-hop, is that what we want to hear? I don't think it's what's popular. I don't think it's what's necessarily ruling the charts, but I also think that it's necessary. I think that if you think back to even our younger phases of music, we always had, we had somebody that was commercially on the scene, mm-hmm. and then we also had somebody who was socially conscious still dropping facts. I went back and listened to Illmatic. I, mean, I was definitely too young to understand that album, facts. but I understand now. Facts. <laughs> it's for so everybody it's a win, at it's some a win point. For but that also that also talks to the ability of longevity. You know, sometimes commercial success is not what you desire when you put out an album. Facts. So, shout out to Jay Lex. Your debut real. album with your favorite rapper. You can't beat that. I take that chance any day. Absolutely. And I can say what I want. What? No boundaries. <laughs> no boundaries. Straight up freedom. So, that's right, King. Take your bow. Another artist who has no boundaries and kind of controls his own lane and basically whatever he does now, it's the weekend. Um, Yay, that's my 2020 pick. Largest debut Let's of the go. year. Blinding Lights one to go to number one. Billion streams. Spotify. Let's go. Second number one of the year. Abel, I was fighting for you, baby. Um, I mean, After Hours, another blockbuster, another era um, the 80s vibe, the consistency. Shout out to The weekend for really kind of tapping into the artistic bag and giving people something to look forward to. Um, you know, so often we just want to drop records, but here we are, we have a man who has a whole a landscape project. of what he's trying to accomplish and risky in that sense. You know, he's vulnerable. He's not trying to stunt, but the stunning that he is doing is to let you know, okay, yeah, I went through this, but I got my shit together and here I am. So, because people didn't know what to expect. The weekend was when blood, you know, he did blinding lights, which is we will take number one on Wednesday. Right? On yes. Wednesday, number one on the Billboard charts. It did a climb, and that's something that's good. But then also Heartless is still in the game. So I love Heartless, and I think that now Heartless is kind of becoming more of a, a better record to me than Blinding Lights. You yeah. remember when we first talked about it, I was like, I like Blinding Lights because mm-hmm. it kind of symbolized Take Me On. But Take now when I listen to the messaging, okay, on. don't get started. We can have a whole sing-along. <laughs> <laughs> but I seem to kind of have Heartless resonating with me more. You know, I'm, I never needed a bitch. I'm what a bitch needs. Hmm, that line in itself... You could loop that. Metro Boomin got this bitch. Turn this bitch into a mosh pit. <laughs> so, what are some of your other favorite records? Oh, hardest to Love. Okay. Definitely love that one. Scared to Live. Man, that song just makes me want to cry. Let me say, he's wrong for doing this during quarantine. I don't know if it's just the perfect time or it's just, I don't know. But Scared to Live, vocals. 
Elton John, Elton John pushed that out of him. And then also Belly wrote it as well, and he did Earn Earn It. So, oh, from Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, so, so you kind of see the chemistry. Absolutely, no. I, I definitely love Scared to Live. I like Hardest to Love. Um, Alone Again, Snow Child. Snow Child. Kelly was the mission. Now I'm leaving. Like we out. Like we made it. <laughs> and if you've been following him for so as long as I have, this album is trilogy and Starboy put into one. Okay. And All right, combo. I love it. Yes, no features. Um, he's creating a different sound and like you said earlier, the eighties vibe. So I do like that. But How the difference he... between be- behind the um the beauty behind the madness, you know, that was more pop direction, radio mm. friendly. That's when we was listening to the radio. Right. But now I feel like he's just at a point to where he's putting out what he wants. I think he's always been able to put out what he wants. Even his production team ups, you know, Daft Punk wasn't really a go to pick. I know a, you know, Pharrell had his run with them. You know, when they did Random Access Memories. And then you have The Weeknd kind of come in with some Daft Punk production. I think Kanye also did. So Daft Punk is kind of particular about who they work with. And so to, to kind of team up with The Weeknd and give us what they gave us. I mean, Starboy was indeed... Starboy was a sick. That was a warning. That was, that was a that warning. Was... <laughs> and for After Hours, I mean, the cover? Yes. You said it best. I mean, he's out for what? Blood. There you go. There you go. So... And then two producers that I do want to shout out on this album, um, Andre Dre Moon Proctor. He did Drunk Drunk in Love. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he Grammy award bee. winner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but he also did, guess what? Who? Your favorite? I'm thinking of a sultry Latina. A salty Latina. Sultry. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did I Love You Poppy. Mm. I Love You Poppy. I like Love You Like. I used to love that song. AKA 2014. <laughs> if you haven't listened to it, go ahead and listen to yeah. it. Yeah. There's a couple of good tracks on there. One day we'll have a, a session. Okay. I'm here for it. Jennifer Lopez plug. He, uh, Metro Boomin also produced four tracks. Escape from LA, Faith, Until I Bleed Out, and of course Heartless. Mm-hmm. You know who Metro Boomin is, right? Absolutely big rings, future okay. Drake. Okay. What a time to be alive. Yes. You tried it. Way yet. I can give you a little bit more. <laughs> Metro Beamer. Reflet Drip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Bounce back. Okay. Big Sean. All, All right. right, Metro. <laughs> but oh, future. The whole future catalog. <laughs> I mean, is there a future without Metro Boom? Is there? I really uh, have no idea. That's debatable. I mean, we can talk about I it. I mean, okay. <laughs> but surprisingly, Mario Winans was on. The song after hours. Shout out so, to Mario Wine. You know how deep he can go. I mean, he really just had I Don't Wanna Know. A little 2004 hit, but that was oh, deep enough. Well, well, I need a girl, part one and part two pick. Well, I mean, as I a need singer. A girl. I meant Hold as up. a singer. I meant as a singer. Stop Hold it. up. You know, I love me some Mario Wine. You give me a You too much time to think. All right. Come well, on. I need, a, on. I need okay. a girl, part one, part two pick. Oh, part one hands down. What? I knew you was going to need. I, uh-uh. Listen, part I got to go with part one. Go ahead, mommy, breathe again. Go ahead, mommy. But he was cocky there. Uh, But then part one, he was like, no, baby, come back. (laughs) I need a girl, but I need you. But you can ride with me. You I love, could not ride I with love me. you, girl. You gotta go. I love you, girl. You're the one that I will always girl, love. Girl, what the hell is Damn, I would have wish you would have had my child. <laughs> a pretty little girl would have did it smile. Mm-mm. Come on. You got to go. Mm. Didn't need it a ride or die. He told y'all what he needed in part two. I, I didn't think that that was the girl <laughs> he needed in part one either, but that's neither here nor there. So, um, Back to the weekend. Shout out to the weekend. <laughs> 
Can't wait. Hopefully, we get to, you know, once this quarantine is over, we can see what an after hours tour looks like. Oh, my gosh. I need scared to live. Can you imagine? I, I probably I was cry. about to bust out in song. We we can't even, you know what? Award, Let's just let it marinate. Award season. He's going to cut up on the stage. Let him collect some more things. Oh, wait, he's he's coming. Let him, let him go. He's coming. He's an artist. He's an artist. Um, so this next guy um kind of built some last minute momentum, uh, kind of sent social media into a frenzy when it was <laughs> announced that a special little someone was gonna be featured on his record. Um, and that little someone hasn't been on a record in oh, I don't know, eight hundred and seventy seven. Eight hundred and seventy seven. The um, last song she was on was a feature. Seconds. Um, <laughs> and the last song before that was a feature. 2017. And she even did y'all a favor and confirmed that yes, I'm aggressively working on the music oh, and it's a reggae album. Go. I'm sick of y'all here. Jeez, took all Jeez. like the. Can I live my best life? They took all the shine away from Party Next Door. Can right? I live my best life? I mean, damn. Robin. Party Can Next Robin Door. Live my best life? Come on, I don't know. Party Next Door releases uh, Party Mobile and. Instantly, when it was announced that Rihanna was going to be featured on the track, believe it, it just kind of sent everybody into a frenzy. R9 <laughs> has been, you know, in high demand, and she has just paid us just no mind. She's given us no love. She says, I don't care. She Let was like, so. shut up. Robin Let is out be. here collecting the bag, makeup, some of these features. Benny Beauty. <laughs> Lingerie line. Lingerie. She just gave five million dollars. Lingerie, lingerie, lingerie. Lingerie. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> she just donated five million dollars to the coronavirus. Queen. She don't have time for for and I right now, and I think it's already done. Well, she got time for it. She quarantined. I think it's done. She ain't travel. I don't think it is. You don't think it's done? I think it's a little tweaks that she's probably doing, but probably I feel like so. it's done. I don't know. We'll see, but. To party next door. Overall, for me, I'm curious to know what you think. But for me, I wasn't impressed. Um, you know, at least we'll always have the first album, which I was actually s- slow to jump on that train. I had no idea it even came out in, what, 2013, 2014? But when I listened to it, I thought to myself, this explains why everybody is so excited when he drops. But I felt like this kind of was a dud. Well, it's see, well, Party Next Door, you know, everyone compares him to The Weeknd and Frank Ocean. I feel like with him... Well, they're in the same category. And so yeah. you have to kind of keep in mind. And granted, you shouldn't... You know, when somebody says, well, my most competition is myself, you also need to realize, like, okay, I'm my own competition is myself. But if I look to my left and my right, I know that I see Frank and I see The Weeknd. And these niggas got hits. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking to myself... Do you have hits too? Right. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. What is it going to take? Because the story is there. The talent is there. So what do you need? In my personal opinion... We don't have the answers for that. We don't. But in my personal opinion, I mean, come on, Drake. You have 208 hits. That's in it. That's in the... Billboards. But, but that's, so maybe but you that's should a, step that's back. shadowing. Maybe, maybe you should step back and then just... Put a little bit more work in your artist. But what you're saying is that my my artists com- literally don't compare in comparison to me. 
and that they're all in my shadow. Just help out. Well, Drake has ha- he's kind of bit off all of their formulas. He's had the weekend's formula. He's had Party Next Door. He's Party Next Door he's is his artist. Noah Forty, he's longtime producer, and all these people working with the same people. And so we see this trend time and time again. And it's gonna be a reoccurring thing that we talk about. You identify the production. And so he has he needs to heaven find production. his own but he has to find his own lane. He has to be able to separate himself. You 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 can say, okay, here's Frank here, and here's who else did you say? The weekend. The weekend there. But who is part of the next door? Right. The Frank has a sound. Frank sounds nothing like the weekend. The only thing that they can say is that our our music is vulnerable and it's emotionable. Emotionable. Is that even a word? It's a word know. today. But it's a, it can it's, be a word today, Frank. But it's music that look, we're not guarded. Where does party fall into that? Mm-hmm. So, so I don't he has know. to first identify to... himself and then get better t- content. No one knows who he is. I know nothing. And not that I want to know his personal life. I need to know where he's going artistically. What's his end goal? Well, he's only 26, so he has time. He definitely has time. He has time. So, um, a bunch of kind of other stuff that kind of came out that we really didn't get to really dive into, but some things that we, you know, kind of gave some peaks. Childish Gambino. Did you listen to him? No. I kind of gave him a spin. It's a little... <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot going on right now in the world, but and it wasn't announced. So if I, I didn't even know I don't he think he's on that level. Like, although he's well-respected and he's well-dressed in regards of accolades, I don't think that he has that mass cultural appeal. Like, commercially, for some reason, which I can see. 3005, you wouldn't call that commercial? No. Um, I think... Redbone? I think Awaken My Love is his best Yeah, Redbone and... With Redbone on it. What's the other song? I'm spinning, I'm spinning, I'm spinning you out. I don't know. Terrified. Oh, oh, Terrified is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... That album is that album is really good. This album is going to be a lot harder, and I think a lot of people are going to kind of tune out to it. If you're not a music lover like myself, I had to actually do research. Like I googled it, and I was like, "All right, DJ Dahi compared it to the Love Below," and I'm thinking to myself, "Speaker Box, the Love Below, like that's major. Mm. You know, that's kind of major." Mm. And then he said it was a two year process, but those are things that I had to go kind of searching for. Um, when I listened to the album, I thought that instrumentally, sonically, it sounded good, but lyrically, I didn't hold on to a lot of the material. Um, some records that kind of peaked out was Algorithm and Time, um, but the names, it's hard, so I have to kind of listen to it again. I'm still kind of developing there. Um, Underdog, Alicia Keys, a little remix kind of <laughs> popped out of there. This is for the hustlers, ringing and a bus stop. <laughs> It's. It, it, I don't think it's still in the top five anymore, but it had a little moment when it went to the top five. So I think that may be Rona related. That no, people we're, we're a not going to do hope that. To hold on to no, that's not what Rona, Rona it related. Not? No, you sure? Because is it when the commercial? something was going on in the world, is, is it the medicine commercial? When something was going on in the is world, we had we are the commercial? world. When everything was going on in Africa, but we are the world. We had the cancer adult. relief. Wait, wait, all wait, wait, wait. We are the world. Is not undog. You cannot compare. You can't. All right. That's what I'm saying. You can't say pandemic related because every time Seriously? something happened, they always have like a this song is a or collaboration. But that's not the song. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. It's, I know it's not the song. I don't want it to be a song. 
I don't want it this to be the top. This is not for the hustlers thing. I don't know why it's in the top ten. <laughs> I, I mean, top five. Shit, I don't know. It's not me. No, that's I don't not want it. I'm not song. subscribing. Somebody need to make a song. Anyways, Ari Lennox gave us um, a Shea Butter Baby EP remix, yes. which was cute. Not much expectations there. I felt like it was a gift. Now, I won't. I will say that it was surprising to see. I like Doja that Cat. I've been. I like Doja. Well, Doja Cat is be on the lookout. But I didn't see Doja Cat like on a song with her, but it was pretty cool. Unexpected, but Doja yeah. Cat is one of those artists that you can't sleep on. She definitely has the range. Oh yes, and she's blended her range perfectly mm-hmm. in this in this album. Um, and then she always rap. Right. And um, I mean already right. And then finally the real winner for me, I think, for this weekend with new releases and kind of showing that she's not going anywhere. I think Dua Lipa. I think um Future Nostalgia, her new album. She's a new it girl. Give her her things. Don't start now. Mm. Future Nostalgia. I like don't, don't start now. Cool. I mean, that's that's definitely some records. The first album was so good. I D G A F. New rules. She can have it now. Thinking about you. She can have it. She's here. I she mean, rightfully earned Best New Artist on the Grammys. They, they did say Adele kind of coming back, so she probably going to shut Adele not coming back till for a quarter, though. You know, Ariana cooking up something, so she might shut that down. I, Ariana may be chilling, but I'll take another Ariana if she take a Young oh, Mimi definitely. approach. I don't oh, know. Young Mimi. All right. Well, oh, speaking... Damn. Speaking of Young Mimi... The OG Mimi. OG. The 2020 Inductor Song Writers Hall of Fame Mimi. Let's not forget. The 19 number one Mimi. Give it to him. A number one in four decades Mimi. Give it to him. One more. 250 million records sold Mimi. Give me another one. The first female to have a song debut at number one on Billboard Hot 100 mm. Mimi. You got another one? Five octaves. Ooh. You got Listen. one more? Mimi celebrates an anniversary. Um, Don't forget about Christmas. The up oh, the, the queen of Christmas. Of Christmas. So, shout out to Mimi. Another happy anniversary. I mean, you have just been able to. You've been here. You been You're here. not going anywhere. What a legacy. You have one of the best catalogs. If no one else has been able to say it, I'm going to go on record and say it. Mariah Carey has one of the best catalogs out there. If if I had to take a catalog with me and I'm stuck on an island, the first artist that I'm picking is Mariah Carey. And I've made my mind up. Always be my baby still playing. I'm come on. 90, 95, 96? Emotions. Come on. Anytime you need a friend, don't talk about the butterfly album, the Magnum Opus. Listen, listen. And then I'm going to hang out with hip-hop guys, old dirty bastards. Not only am I going to hang Diddy. out with them, I'm going to change the musical landscape. Yeah. I'm going to show you pop infused with hip-hop when nobody else was doing Let's it. Let's play when these hip-hop section. songs on right. these uh, pop stations. Dominated. Let's do that. <laughs> and then she took rappers who were who sh- who she liked. Old dirty ODB, Jay-Z, yes. Nas, Bone Diddy, thugs. The Locks. Bone Thugs. The Locks, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like, she wasn't just getting commercial people. She wasn't getting those one-hit wonders, oh, you got a hit on the radio. I'm getting hip-hop. And guess what? Most of us be from New York. New York. New York. So she made that no secret. So And we can't, we cannot recognize her for not, without recognizing the emancipation of Mimi. You can't say Mariah Carey without that album. First of all, I don't understand why 
we sit here and play like <laughs> Mariah Carey has an issue blueprints on the music game. I don't understand Ooh. when she released Emancipation of Mimi and the very first track was It's Like That. And then the after It's Like That, I'm lotion. after It's Like That, <laughs> she gives you the number one song of the decade. decade. We belong together. You know what? I remember the good old days when I could release an album in 2004. And you could release so many singles. And then it's 2006 and I'm still you giving still, you heat. Yep. First of all, let's be clear, ladies and gentlemen. It's like that dropped in. Then we were given the gift of We Belong Together. And it just ran the entire year of 2005. And not only... In 2005, did we have We Belong Together? We got Shake It Off. And let me give you a fun fact. Do you want to know why Mariah Carey doesn't have 20 number ones? Why? It's because We Belong Together was still number one while Shake It Off was number two. <laughs> she blocked her own song from going to number one. Give her her flowers. And what do you mean? This is a songwriter. Give her flowers. This is an architect. This is a... This is a composer, a producer. And I'm going to go on the record and say it right now. We don't talk about it enough. But Memoirs of an Imperfect Angel? Lyricism. True lyricism. An album that does not get talked about enough. And when she said that it was Sonic and it was an album for the fans, that is definitely what we needed. After you got Butterfly in 97 to get Memoirs? I mean, an ode to hip-hop. I mean, Biz Marquee, Dougie Fresh, Jodeci, By the Way of the Dream, okay? And Tricky Stewart. An album that gave you records after records. And there was no JD. That's range. Give him the fact J. Brooks let him Listen, know. Mariah Carey is not to be played with. And she's paid her she's paid her dues. Talk your shit. And so, you know, listen, you need to respect it. And all these girls out here today, you can go from Beyonce to LMA to whomever you wanna say. They will cite Mariah Carey as an influence. The process of songwriter. I've never seen a producer to say, I created a track and I sent it to Mariah. Mariah has always started off saying, I locked down the melody. I told them this is what I was thinking. I gave them and then they gave me this. I still be screaming mine again. Ooh, circles. See, these are songs that wasn't even a single. Hey, but. Say something. So, Stay right. the night. All. Stay. Fly Like a Bird. Oh, baby. That song gave me my feelings. All right. I mean, but even... I mean, come on. There's so many different albums. I mean, okay. So then after Emancipation, we got Equals MC Squared. Touch My Body. Touch Love my Story. Body. Last Kiss. On the floor. You know what I'm saying? Migrate. Then you got Memoirs. The Impossible. More Than Friends. Standing Oh, It's a Rap. The Bet You're Gonna Know prologue that opens up the album. Listen, Mariah Carey is a force to be reckoned with. And any... Any artist in the music industry, female, regardless of what genre, you studied Mariah Carey. Facts. Period. So, that's that. Period. So, you know, we talked about being quarantined, dealing with the Rona currently right now. You know, the the, infamous, the, the coronavirus! <laughs> oh, you did it. You did it. Coronavirus! <laughs> oh, gosh, you did it. 
So, um, back to what we were saying. Uh, this 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 DJ that I've heard of, this Uh-oh. DJ, DJ D Nice, opened up a club, and he called it Club Quarantine, and it drew over hundred k listeners on on Instagram, and um, kind of set it off. Right, mm-hmm. we've seen a host of other DJs, um, you know, locally, my um, DJ out there in Atlanta. Before we get to that DJ, DJ Jazz J. Um, in Atlanta, DJ Jess in New Orleans, who was also spinning again. Um, and then kind of heavyweights of heavyweights, right? Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Boys and girls. Boys and girls. Dogs and cats. Okay? Sure. Baby, Babies. Chicken. <laughs> All right? Freck, Come on. Freck, eh, eh, fresh er- you know his name. Freck. Fresh, fresh. Ah. Set it off on Friday and Saturday with a little mm-hmm. something, something. He made quarantine be all right. He Listen, did. man, this is a time to really just be inside and soaking in the music, to be reflective of what we've been given, and that the music is always going to be the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know that by now, you need to understand that whatever it is and through through whatever We'll always have music to connect us, to be able to relate to one another, to be able to share and sing along with. Yep. Come on. Let's go. What a time. What a time. What a time. And then if the DJs in Club Quarantine weren't enough, these like two heavyweight titans that oh. come out of nowhere and decide to say, you know what? You can't pay for time for like let this. Me, let me just drop some, let me just drop this greatness in your lap. But it started off as fun because these Swiss beats and the Timbaland. Who been around since when? Whew. Years. We talking we talking 90s. And then if you go even further, Teddy Riley then had his hands on both of these men. Both. Both. The new Jack Swing King ushered in these two new producers. And if you don't understand who Telly Riley is, you need to understand because you can't talk about Pharrell. You can't talk about a Timbaland. You can't talk Dark about... Dark Child. You can't talk about Dark Child without Teddy Riley. Without Teddy Riley. I mean... But they were playing at first. Swiss and, then, Swiss and Timbaland were playing at first because what? they were doing like their new stuff. So they didn't even make it a battle first. They were just playing. But then after they got serious and started just doing the actual just dropping it, just dropping but it. But guess what? We could have gone weeks with weeks. the Timberland and Swiss battle. And these gentlemen were like, you know what? I'm going to give you this. So many different I'm going to give you this. Now, see, Timberland kind of came to play because he was dropping the hits. But I love like the different type of people that was in the chat because when Timberland was dropping like his R&B hits, it was looking at like Swiss people was like, my, like that's stuff that people play in the club, like when it's first starting, like uh uh-uh, uh get out of here. So, but to us, it's fire. I, I agree. I agree. I felt like I felt like Swiss was like, it's a battle. He gave me freestyle Friday vibes. He gave yes. me he gave me back to the he streets. He was on that hip hop. He was like, let's go now. Because the songs he was making. But guess what? That's who Swiss Beats is. That's who he is. Swiss Beats is hip hop. He may have dibbled and dabbled in R and B and all that, but Swiss Beats is hip hop. Timberland is But he been- still gave those hip hop artists that beat like kind of like that could be played on those pop stations right. like bring them out come on that was being played on B97 bring them out bring, bring them out, out. <laughs> it's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth yes I'm with you <laughs> so like Swiss was just coming at him with these dangerous beats 
But then Timbaland was like, I didn't know he did Angie Stone too. It's too that was nice. I didn't know he did that. Waiting for us to walk through the door. I, didn't know he did that. I wish I didn't miss you anymore. But Timberland just can go so many ways. Timberland man. has delved into alternative music, pop music, R&B, hip hop. You name it, Timberland has had his hands in it. He's dealt with some of the most soulful singers, the most popish singers, the most R&B singers, and the Timberland has range. And so. Missy, Aaliyah, Carrie, JT. I mean, Nelly Furtado, Beyonce, Beyonce, Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey, Jennifer Lopez. I mean, who doesn't have a V Bozeman? Now, Megan Thee Stallion, Timothy Bloom. What I need, Megan Thee Stallion. Timbaland has touched so many artists, and then I mean, even his own artists. And so. There's range in Timbaland, you know what I'm saying? But there's nothing wrong with being a Swiss Beats. If you know that rap, oh, yeah. if you know that rap is at your core and hip hop is at your core, you don't have to go to another lane. You know what I'm saying? Timbaland sound was something that everybody was able to adapt to. You know, for Kanye to say, "Okay, Swiss Beats is the greatest hip hop producer." That means something. That's valid. For Jay-Z to have such a long-standing relationship with bring Swiss Beats. For D, I mean, no, to see that. what DMX was done. But Bring Him Out is bring him out is, is is relevant to that. What's the other one he did? Who? Swiss. Which one? Oh, no, it was another Jay-Z song. On to the next one? Yes. That was I got a million song. ways to get it. Yes. That was Choose wisely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... Timbaland, you know, people, when you when we were looking at the live, I felt like, all right, this this your hip-hop people in the group. But Timbaland has just the range, you know what I'm saying? Timbaland was able to dibble and dabble in a little bit of everything. And that's why they were able to just keep going and going and going. And so Timbaland was like, I'm dropping this and you dropping that. You fancy, that. huh? You fancy, huh? You fancy. Swiss. Yo, that was Swiss. So... I, I thought that was just a big moment. And you know what? They're two heavy hitters. And I'm I'm waiting to see more from them, and honestly. It, they started the shit. They did. And, and then The Dream. And Sean Gary. And Sean Gary. And by the way, let me just say that both of them in their own right, Ooh. I was like, this is about to be fire. They proved so much. And what did they do? This is... What, what you've been able to see, ladies and gentlemen, over these past couple of days... Is the past thirty odd years of hip hop hits, R and B hits, and hints of pop. A beautiful moment for the culture, a moment to show you that listen, we are the number one. It's us. Talented R and B and hip hop will forever be. It's one of those nostalgic things, and and, and it's not going anywhere. And to have Sean Garrett in the dream go at it. Round for round? Now, I ain't gonna lie. Like, they kind of started kind of rough because Sean Gary was talking about, oh, you got that chain and you rocking people other chains. Sean Gary came in there with the wrong... Right. I think it was was definitely supposed to be a celebration, but you know what, Sean Gary... He's competitive. He came to do what he had Mm -hmm. to do. You know, he dropped... But then he apologized first. Remember when he first started off? He apologized. You know what? Let's get into what they dropped. (laughs) Right? But first of all, the dream started off with one plus one. Like, yeah, you was talking about that chain, but I'm here. I, I, but you, I'm not here to play. But you want to know the magnitude of that? One plus one, right, was really big during the four era. Beyonce made that one of her most performed songs. And 
got on that piano and gave you a whole intimate at home experience. Make love, make love. Exactly. <laughs> and this nigga said, guess what? That's cute. That's the appetizer. <laughs> Hello. I'm not here to play. What you got? What you got? One plus one? Nigga. Four? <laughs> you know how important four is to Beyonce? You know. I know. I know. She said that was the album for what? That's when she was competing with herself. Didn't care about nobody. Nope. Had blue on us. <laughs> but look. But anyways, all right, back to the battle. Because so, it did turn into a Beyonce battle. It did. Yeah, I mean, if we want to be had I mean, Sean was dropping them. Check he on was. it. Upgrade. Ring the alarm. Upgrade you. You know, but then you had the dream was like, that's cute. No. But I stole your girl. But I got Beyonce. I got a partition. I started in four. I got single ladies. <laughs> oh, when he did. I got in the time. <laughs> I like, got flawless. I got, I got wait, flawless. Wait, wait, wait. I have XO. So you know he already won with that one. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's on. So it was just a rough battle. But I'm not going to lie. I didn't know that Sean Garrett did Grills by Nelly Paul Wall. Stop for me, Jay. Now, Sean Let Garrett has. Grills. Sean Garrett definitely has the upper hand when it comes to hip hop and rap records, mm-hmm. but. Dream does not fuck with just any rapper. Facts. Ooh, when he did Holy he Grail. He fucks with Jay-Z. When he did he Holy fucks with Kanye Grail. West. He fucks with a Jay Electronica. Like, the Dream does not fuck with any rapper. And any rapper can't hop on a Dream record. That wasn't fair when he did Holy Grail. Did you hear that demo? What? That nigga said, Jay gonna kill me. And the next thing <laughs> you know, said, Jay said, hello. It's on title. It's on title. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, y'all be really writing up some heat. They be writing up. But you can't be me. Because if that was me, I would have been like, nah. And it's all about putting the right person on it. I'm putting it it out. But that's that's when you got sense. Mm -hmm. That's when you got sense. Like, do you? I mean, you got sense. So. But, I mean, Sean Garrett still has a good catalog. Give me that. That was my song. Yeah. Run it. Give me that. You know he got run it. He got wall to wall. Wall to wall. Yep. You know he has a he has a good you know he has a good Mary. range of hits. He got a little bit of Mary. No, that's the dream. The dream has just fine. Just fine. Okay. Sean has um, enough crime. With enough Dark crime. Child, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Dark Child. Dark Child. Okay, there we go. Second time Dark Child's came up. Hello. I wonder what that means. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, overall, that was that was a good battle. Sips tea. But then. Oh, but then. <sighs> But then. The tough one. But then. This one that really but just then, proved. But then. So let's talk about how this even originated. So originally, the dream advanced to Monday, and Neil was supposed to join him on Monday to talk about another battle, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, this was a weekend of anniversaries. So not only did Mariah celebrate the her anniversary, Emancipation celebrated an anniversary, and you know, Twitter was kind of going to blaze about we belong together, and that was only like the, you know, the caveat, and all of a sudden somebody says, "Oh, what about Neo and Jante?" And Jante said, "Oh, I'm here for that," and then we were given the content that we truly that was a beautiful show that we honestly deserve. We deserve that. 
Jonte Austin. Let me tell you something. He wrote my whole childhood. The Jonte Austin. <laughs> he wrote my whole childhood. Versus Neo. Now, as we get into this, people, I don't even think, realized what was about to happen. I do not think. I mean, they had a lot of people that didn't even that know people who he was. knew what was happening when they joined this live. It started from twenty five thousand viewers up to seventy seven, seventy eight, eighty thousand people got to witness two of the greatest songwriters, not only in R and B, because whether you're pop country, alternative, whatever, you find jazz, you find R&B, you find hip-hop elements in music. And what Jante Austin and Neo were able to display was that we are the culture. We are the culture. And these are two black men who, if you really want to call a spade a spade, Display that they've wrote these amazing records for a bunch of females. They went all from the a way, female perspective. They went all the way to the end. They were battling. Here's the thing. I didn't, and also I didn't know Jonte Austin did "Don't" by Bryson Tiller. Jonte Austin, and then has, I definitely didn't know he did "Popping." This social media will forever be the gift that keeps on giving. And music will forever be the gift that keeps on giving. And one of those things is if you stay the course, Jonte Austin is a resemblance of if you stay the course, it will pay off. And although he didn't have to make it known, but what he had to come to teach y'all was that I am the man. Okay? I am the man that gave you your favorite records. First of all, Let's just talk about Jonte Austin giving you his number two record of Aaliyah, I Miss You. And that was just to get started. Out of 25 records, my number two pick is I Miss You by Aaliyah. He told Neil, I taught you like. <laughs> and then Neil said, okay, well, you know what? I learned from you, but let me drop this unfaithful. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who Jonte Austin is, Back in the 90s and even current day, this man has wrote some of the best R&B records. Sweet Lady. Sweet Lady by Tyrese. When he dropped that, I felt, I just say, you know what? As cocky as Tyrese can be, you know what, nigga? Flames. They shooting out here. It's a battle. It's a battle, right? And Jonte just said, well, I'm not just going to keep on going. And Jonte just kept going. I mean, he didn't... He played Mariah how many times? It's like that. Don't forget about Don't us. Don't forget about us. Shake it off. And we belong together. Four, Four. Mariah Four records. Four Mariah records. Right? Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of science. Let's calculate this. So, with Jonte... Wait. Why the whole entire, entire battle is on title? Are you serious? Song from song. Yes, it's on title. So, Jay-Z made the call. <laughs> Jay Z made the call. <laughs> I know you lying. Jay Z made the call. It is on title. If you don't know, man, now you know. I guess I gotta go open up another title this account. This man is powerful. Anybody got an email for me? What? K 
Can you create an email for me? He has the whole entire battle. Listen, so, all right, because we, you know, we got more. So let me let me break this down, and then I'm I'm curious to hear. So let's just take the four of them, right? Let's take Sean Garrett, Jonte Austin, Neo, and the Dream. Okay. I'm gonna put in group A, Jonte Austin and Sean Garrett. And then in group B, I'm going to put Neo and the Dream. All right. Sean Garrett is a songwriter. He's also a songwriter who has attempted to go solo and has released solo records. Okay? Jonte Austin is also a songwriter who has also released solo records. Turn it up if you haven't heard it before. Listen to it. Really nice videos, like in white and black tint. They work with producers. So a lot of songs that you heard from Sean Garrett and and Jonte Austin, Jermaine Dupri has a hand in, Brian Michael Cox has a hand in, Tank has a hand in, several other producers, Timbaland has a hand in. So they work with other producers. Okay? So they may lock down melodies or not, but they are collaborative in their process. Okay? In group B, we have <laughs> Neo and the Dream. Class is insane. And the difference between them is yes, Neo and the Dream also released single material. The difference is their material was successful. In my own words, 2006, Neo basically cemented himself. And then the dream had Love Me but All. Neo Neo had the sex appeal. The dream didn't have it. Like but the he, dream also still has he success. He still had swag. Love he me, still has okay, but yeah, love, of course. Love me all winter. Settle. Yeah, love me all winter. Um, hate me all summer. Yeah, 2007. I love your girl. Throw right. it in the bag. All that was I'll cute. Living a lie with but Rihanna. Neo was he was smoother. Like he can dance. Absolutely. He was like the smooth cat. Neo like was, Neo, he wrote "She Got Her Own." Like you know Neo how many women was running with Chris Brown him? and Trey Songz. Yeah, he was going that. He way. was with the young. He was in the craze. Right. The dream was like, man, I'm just gonna release this. Like Neil was running. I mean, you know, right. Neil was running with the heavy hitters. Right. Any but the dream of, was like, hello, there's space for me too. Right. He was hip hop. You know. You know. But Neil was able to respond to Jante by playing his own stuff. Yeah, playing go, his on, own girl, stuff. go on, girl. Stay. Make me better. Stay, you know, so sick. Do you? You know, the dream was able to play Purple Kisses. Slam dunk. So, like, he played falsetto, falsetto. You know, the dream just kind of was like, he played Throw It in the Bag with Fabulous. Let me tell you something. He's an architect. And, I started. You know I started what? looking at Neo sexy when he did Mirror. That's when I saw the sexy feeling. Which That's when I started thinking about sexy But when he took that hat off, oh, <laughs> and a tongue ring. He had a tongue ring. Neo used to have his tongue pierced. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, was it the nose? No, it was the tongue. Mm-hmm. But the dream told Sean Gary, he was like, listen, I built these songs. And 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 Neil and and the dream can say that. They built them songs. 
They are the architects of those songs. Now, Dream worked with Tricky Stewart, and then you had Neil who worked with Stargate. And so the funny thing about the John C. Austin and Neil debate was that John C. Austin's like, yeah, I worked with Stargate too. Drop with you. Drop can't help but wait. And it was like, that's cool, but they gave me better hits. I.E. Irreplaceable. Go on, girl. Go on, girl. Stay. I need a girl. I need a girl. You know? So it was just an amazing time. But the way they was playing these songs in order was perfect. John T. Austin like, it did not really come to play. Like, I mean, he did his research on Neil. I'm going to give. I'm going to give the dream the win versus Sean Garrett, Fake. and I'm going to give John T. Austin the win. He was swinging. But, but if you put it in hits only, yes. But in terms of creativity and production, I'm still rolling with the dream and Neil. Period. Because of what they've been able to amass, not only as solo artists, but as producers and songwriters. What I got of it is that these new artists need to get with these producers and these songwriters. What they do? I mean, the dream was on Jay Electronica's project. Uh, Jonte Austin did Don't with Bryson Tiller. I think Normani should get in with Jonte Austin. And that's an Atlanta connection. Yeah. JD. Hey, Jigga, I, I know you over there at Rock Nation I know we was, was rocking for Normani in episode one, and I'm still And I'm still here for I'm Normani still, and Dark Child. I called it. Yeah. Normani, get in there with John Taylor. Make it happen. I called it. All right. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps, that wraps up our music news for this week. Uh, keep it locked, and we'll be back for more. Hey guys, so welcome back to the second part welcome, of the show. Welcome. This is What's the Vibe? And we already know what time it is. Let's go. Let's get into some let's song Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready today. No. I got something for you today. All right. Well, let's see what you're coming with. But I'm going to go mm-hmm. ahead and go first. Go ahead. Ladies first, please. Ladies first. Ladies first. Ladies first. All right. <laughs> and it goes a little something like this. And, uh, Hit it. Uh, time. And the time it will take. You to learn from your mistakes. Shout out to Neil. And the time it will take to dial the phone. <laughs> yeah. Right. Time, Neil, in my own words, 2006. If you don't have it, download it. All right. Slow. Slow down. Mm. I just want to get to know you, but don't turn around. Cause that pretty young thing looks good to I me. I will always have respect for Bobby Valentino. Slow down. Another 2005 anthem. Let oh, 2004, huh? Let me tell you something. Self-titled. Bobby Valentino self-titled. Good album. Let me say Tim something. Tim and Bob production was crazy. I will always have respect for Bobby Valentino because of Mrs. Officer. Me and that <laughs> song. Ooh. Jesus Christ. Like a caca. <laughs> All, right, All right, so up. Hmm? Five, four. So Three. I put my hands up to play my song. Saved by Molly? Away. Molly Cyrus, part of the USA. Like, yeah. Let's go. All right. Truth. Truth is, I never should have let you go. Okay. But it's killing me because now I know. <laughs> Fantasia. Truth is. Tasia. Okay. All right. So I last. Let's word. go. Free yourself. Hit. <laughs> <laughs> I 
My loneliness is killing me. <laughs> and I, I must confess, I still believe, still believe. When I'm not with you, I lose my mind. Give me a sign. Hit me, baby, one more time. Thank you, Britney Spears. Hit me one more time. Take your Let's Play. Take your bow. Let's play. Take your bow. Come on. Take your bow. Let's go. All right. Are you ready? I stay Nola ready. Nola C. I stay ready. I, Jay Brooks. What's down? I'm ready. First word. Propose. He proposed hey. to me. Hey. Let's do it. Let's go. He proposed uh. with a diamond. I think she was like, I said. Forever. I say yes. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to Kelly Price. He proposed to me. Did He's... you know Kelly Price was a background singer for Mariah Carey at one I point? I did. VH1. Ooh. Not VH1. Featuring Black and Miles. MTV. Unplugged. Mariah Carey. That was Kelly Price featuring who? DJ Black and Miles. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You can't play that song without playing the bounce version. Sorry. I mean, New Orleans took that from you, Kelly. Sorry. We love you. We love you. Next word. Ride. Oh. Mm. Uh oh. Where they at? Where uh, they at? Where uh, they at? Where uh, they at? Where uh, they at? Where 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 they at? I saw Tyler Perry try to. <laughs> I don't know what he tried to do. Let's not go there. All right, let's go. All right. Take that. Take that. Take that. All right. <laughs> Next word. Heart. Heartbreaker, you got the Ooh. best of me. Happy anniversary, but Mimi. I just keep on uh, Final word is my heart beating fast right now. Automobile. Oh, automobile. Automobile. Oh, oh, okay. All right. You ready? Am I ready? All right. 
Pull up in a Manta automobile gangster. With a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in a Tonka color of Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. Hey, yo, first thing first, I eat your brain. Then, then I'ma I'm start, start rocking, rocking gold teats and bangs. Cause that's what a motherfucking monster do. Hair dressing from my line, that's a monster zoo. Man, stop playing. All right, all right, all right. I would turn into Romans so quick. Don't let me do it. Don't do it to him, not right. Right now. Do it. Not right now, friend. <laughs> all right. I will. Oh, wait a minute. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Roman's not coming out tonight. All right. Nikki, where's Roman? Tonight. I just need Roman to come out and just Jakaris everybody. Ooh. All right. <laughs> so, all right, guys. So, that was fun. So, what's the vibe? It's time. Don't forget, you can always send your questions to xshuffle at hisshuffle.co. And I will read them out loud on the show. So let's get into our first question. It's from Flybro. Hey, Jay Brooks and Nola C. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if y'all gave the Jay Bavin and Bad Bunny new album a listen. I don't know what they're saying because I'm not bilingual, but Thanks. the vibes in production is worth a listen. Interesting in hearing y'all thoughts. Also, do y'all have any vinyl collections? If so, if so, what's your favorite vinyl to listen to at the moment? If not, what would be the vinyl to start your collection or a must to be included in your collection? Finally, check out Chica, new tiny desk if you haven't already. Ooh, okay. So I haven't given Jay Bunny or Bad Bunny, Jay Balvin or Bad Bunny album a new listen. I've added it, but I haven't listened to it just yet. Um, I'm kind of with you on the bilingual tip. Um, I just don't know if it's really going to stick with me, um, but I'm interested in listening to the production, which you also said is worth the listen. Um, but nothing uh, with Jay Balvin or Bad Bunny. What about you? Um, no. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just, I, I get it with the bilingual. I mean, I'll put on a Selena album, so that's nothing. I'll play it. Oh, Come Drake also. Anyways, uh, and also uh, Drake, Jennifer Lopez. Drake has a bilingual song as well, Audio. I do like that one. What's so I get it. Um, it's called Audio or something. Audio. Uh, I'll play it for you. Mm. But um, I just like the beat of it. So I don't think I'll be interested to listen to a full album. But I mean, hey, teacher's on. So, I mean, let's give it a try. Yeah, let's, I know. Let's, let's I know that. I know that was a story that Rolling Stone ran on Jay Balvin. He did a video. and He was in drag, and I thought that was a pretty bold and um, quite beautiful statement, to be quite honest. So, I, I definitely like the fact that he took a um, a message that um, the LGBT community has been trying to advocate for um, in regards to transgender women because they deserve to be seen and have an equal space, uh, just like anyone else. Um, so, I did see that article about. Um, one of his new singles, but I haven't really listened to it yet. Um, so I'll get to it. Uh, yeah, I feel like we should get. They was also on. They were also on the Carly B album. I mean, song like that. They were on that song. I like it. Yeah, number one. I like it like that. But it's, I always turn it when it's their turn. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't yeah. know what they're saying. Oh my god. No, 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 You know. No, 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 no. All right. So uh, the second part of. The letter is the vinyl collection. So surprisingly, I do have a vinyl collection. 
Um, just to name a few albums that I do have. I have Earth, Wind & Fire, Their Greatest Hits. I also have Bob Marley. I have Nina Simone. I love Nina Simone. Um, I do have uh, Al Green, Anita Baker, and um, Amy Winehouse. Let's not forget about Amy Winehouse. Ooh, and then, Amy. of course, I have Thriller. But do what I also want to add to my collection, because I'm definitely far from finished. Um, surprisingly, I do want the NWA, that mm. first. Uh, yeah, I do okay. want that on a vinyl. Okay. Um, I definitely want Motown Greatest Hits. Uh, they have a vinyl out that actually, like, I think it's over 50 songs, or maybe it's at 50 songs. So I do want that. And um, also, I do want Pimple Butterfly. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually on a search for a new vinyl record player. So if you have any recommendations out there, anyone on what's a good, record, uh, what's a good vinyl player, send them to me. Um, I have not done my due diligence with expanding my vinyl collection like I should have. Um, what I can tell you, what I do have is the Al Green Let's Say Together album. Um, I have a couple of Earth, Wind, and Fire uh, records as well. I know we have Rapture by Anita Baker on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill um, I have on vinyl. I want a copy of Snow Allegra's uh, uh, These Fills again. Oh, yeah, on that's vinyl. a good one. Um, and to Amy Winehouse, mm. Back to Black is one, but I also like Frank. Um, yeah. There are a lot of good records on Frank. Um, there Is No Greater Love is just one of the most beautiful records that I've ever heard. Um, I think you deserve to have that. Um, what must be included in the collection, you got to have oldies. You have to have vinyl from where it was present in that time. Oh, Because thanks. it won't just hold the same importance. So mm-hmm. any like Sam Cooke records... Otis Writing, which is another one that I have that I failed to mention. Why do you think I like Nina Simone? <laughs> Nina Simone? Right. Like, you need records like that. Um, but then also, I would say you can throw some Adele in there to Pimp a Butterfly. I think uh, Forest Hills by uh, J. Cole is a good vinyl um, to kind of oh, add yeah. in the mix for sure. Yeah. Um, I would even say Common's Go album mm-hmm. um, is a good one to have on vinyl if you don't have it on. But um, those are a couple of musts. You know what? A seat at the table. Oh, shit. How do we even forget about that? How do we forget that? about that? A seat at the table, I'm for going to sure. get that next. I'm going to go buy that. You can even... Yeah. I mean, uh, you really need to have both of Solange's records. So when I get mm-hmm. home as well. Yeah. On vinyl. Because um, the, the, the sound of when I get home is mm-hmm. definitely... Uh, you can almost see like a... A movie kind of come about of that. So visual. Um visual yeah, that's visual. what I have on that question. And right. finally, Sheikah. I did see her tiny desk. She's up next. Give her the keys. Um, I listened to her new EP, which I thought was great. She's from Alabama. Um, I thought was another point for Alabama because they also have the Alabama Shakes, which is a group with Ala uh with Brittany Howard. They kind of went big, they were at the Grammys. I wanna say uh, was it 2014? Well, I never heard of them, but I have heard of Chica, and she, I remember she did a freestyle um, about Kanye West. It was like a, a letter to Kanye West, mm-hmm. and I didn't know she did music after that, So, but I did see um, someone tweeted about 2015, her. Alabama Shake, Sound and Color. I think right. that was uh, Diddy tweeted about her saying that she was a problem or something like that. So um, I did check out the Tiny Desk, and I do like her. She kind of reminds me of a Tierra Whack 
So I hope that she keeps shooting. Um, hopefully that Shuffle can allow you to come out and lay, out, lay your music. So we'll definitely shout you out, you know, as you continue to grow in your career. So, yes, Michigan. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing what she does. Yes. All right. So thank you, Fly Bro. Let's go on to the second question or letter, I should say. All right, and it comes from Ashley. Hi, guys. So first of all, I want to say I love y'all already. Thank y'all for creating this platform for all music lovers. I have some things I would like to comment from Cluster 2. First, thank y'all for bringing me back. I haven't thought about making the band and all of those artists in a long time. My favorite was the band. I did hear at one point they were supposed to do a reunion cover on a debut album that was released 15 years ago. That would be so amazing if Diddy would allow this, of course. Nola C, Danity Kane, oh my gosh, they have nothing but the vibes. Sleep on it. Man, you have me listening to this album right now. I love Dawn. However, I feel none of them are as musically successful independently as they were as a group. Now, facts. let's get into... Yeah, that is facts. <laughs> now, let's get into Janae Eichel. Jay Brooks, I must say, I love that you love Chalambo, but I have to say that you're sleeping on Lightning and Thunder. Okay. Mm. I need you to go listen in a quiet room with the lights out and think of a person you currently love or the time that you were in love. So long ago. <laughs> Last point, Alicia Keys is done, y'all. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't think there's any recovering for her. She she once had it, but that wave has passed. As of now, she needs to open a line to give us a great skincare routine. <laughs> 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 wait. <laughs> All right, wait. Wait a minute. All right. Wait a <laughs> Let minute. Me continue. Let me continue. All right, hold on. Before we get started. All right. That's about it. Okay, thank y'all. I can't wait for Cluster 2, a uh, shuffle aye, fan. P.S. Oh my what god. What y'all's names for us? The Shufflers. The <laughs> that sound shufflers. like Cupid Shuffle or something like no, that. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> the hitters, LOL, give us one until next time. So we're gonna have to think about that part. But out of all this, I have to start with, with Alicia Keys. We're not just gonna like count her out. Yeah, she we still can't we can't it. write off Alicia we, we're Keys. We're not gonna write her I'm out. I'm not ready to write her off. I think no. she still has something in her. I think she's just trying to find her niche. I don't really know what headspace she's in. She hasn't really done many interviews and interviews that she has done um haven't really been informative and she's kind of been more in like um hostess kind of in front kind of scene. And she does she did the Grammys. I like I like when she hosts. I think she's a good host. She was okay. It was alright. Mm-hmm. I mean I don't know I, I just she definitely, well, being that what happened to Kobe in the time, I think she recovered the Grammys in a great way. Like, she did the little tribute. With, I think she did a great job hosting the I think first she kept time. everybody engaged. Absolutely. Being what was going on. Yeah. But we're not going to write her out, okay? No. Because even though she's at the bus stop hanging with the hustlers, we still just not going to write her out. I know you didn't. <laughs> This is what I was uh-uh. out of us. First of all, we have to also, I mean, granted, yes, 
Uh, we have some tough love for Alicia Keys in regards to this Alicia album that's coming out. But let's not forget that Alicia Keys is also the same woman who has given us songs in a minor. The Diary of mm. Alicia Keys, As I Am. She made it cool to play and the piano. She rocked the braids. Made it very cool to, to rock the braids to the scale with the piano, play her tunes, and just kind of be free. She, she kind of brought the arts. Right back, and she was in front and beyond the piano. And the songs in the mind and the diary of Leech Keys is enough to just etch her into the history books and to say exactly why she deserves her spot, not only in R&B but in music. And so I'm not ready just yet to do that. And although those albums were quite some years ago, it wasn't too long ago, really, that she gave us "As I Am" and the element of freedom. So, you know, although here was not what I was looking for. And although Girl on Fire... Spirit the marinade, calling nope. me, calling me. Nope, <laughs> nope, was not what I was Rump looking for. Underneath the comfort It up. was not what I was looking for, but some there were records on there that I thought showed that she still had a fighting chance. So I don't know if Clyde needs to go into his bag and see what's good. But I'm hoping that she can turn it around. So basically, she just needs to scrap what she's doing now, throw the book away, throw return the page it to away, Cinder. return it, bury it, throw it in the river. And call start over. Candy, call JD, call Brian Michael Cox, call Crucial Keys, call whoever you need call to call. Child. Get your <laughs> husband. Okay, since he's over here battling, I mean, he gave Angie Stone a record. I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, they right. did give. Well, Swiss did give us put us in a put it in a love song, but we never saw that video, and they shot a video. Yeah. So. All right. All so right. um, she said the man was her favorite, but Danny the King will always be my favorite. Yeah, I mean took, the, the, the band definitely had. Yeah, the band had legendary TV, but in regards to the music and what we were able to consume. I'm going to give that to Day 26 and Danity Kane, respectively. International girl band. Old Town and the band kind of fell by the wayside. They just had those one projects. Day 26 and Danity Kane gave us more than one record. They gave us two commercial records, and then they kind of did their own thing. But the first two records for both of them were really good. So. Yes. Okay, all right, so let's go Happy touring, guys. to the Janae Eichel. Lightning and thunder. Because so you have specific. Question. You have specific. She does. She tells me I need to go into a quiet room. So Check. actually, I'm gonna have to give it a shot. But it's been so long uh, since I've been in love. But for you, I will give it a shot, and I'll let you know what I have. Mm-hmm. I don't think that lightning and thunder is bad. I just think in comparison to some of the other records on Chalambo, like Speak, uh, Ten Thousand Hours, One Way Street, Party for Me. No BS. I mean, I, you know, I just think that Lightning and Thunder doesn't compete. So, thanks for the question, Ashley. Yes, and then uh, y'all names, the listeners' names. I don't know. I think we got to sit on that one. Uh, I'm not ready to make a decision on, on that. suggestions. Y'all let us know. Yeah, send us some things, guys. Hit us up on called. all our pan handles on social media at hit shuffle underscore. That's H I T. S-H-U-F-F-L-E underscore. All right. So our final question comes from B. Charlie, and it reads, when are y'all going to give the king of R&B, Jacquees, his flowers? What? <laughs> they are long oh, overdue. No. I know you're 
<laughs> but I'm not even going to play on Jacquees like that. Um, at first, I wasn't a fan of his until I just took a chance to listen to him because I've always been an August Elsina fan. So um, Jacquees was just like a ugh. So I always like August better, even though it's like kind of in comparison. <sighs> But uh, Come Through is a song that I like from him, as well as Bed, At the Club. We can't forget about At the Club. And You, okay. you was a good one. And his song, I mean, his album, um, King of R&B, is a couple joints that I like up there. All I Need featuring Quavo. Of course, y'all mm-hmm. know I'm going to like that because mm-hmm. I love Quavo. But uh, other than that, besides Verify, I mean, I just I just don't think he's there yet. Like, he called himself the king of R&B, but mm, I'm sorry, you're not there yet. Like, I wouldn't even put him I... ahead of Black, Bryson Tiller. Like, I wouldn't even put him Absolutely ahead not. of those guys. I wouldn't even try I mean, to. The weekend does R and B, so thing. you can't say that you're the queen king of R and B when you're not even up there. Like, you still gotta pass up Tank. You still gotta pass up like Usher. Uh, Chris Brown, like let's not forget. So saying that you're the maybe the king of trap army, I wouldn't even give him that much credit. Mm. Listen, I think it's cute that he found it necessary to remix a popular R and B song and then make it his, and everybody want to be like, oh, we like this song. This is cute. And then you start I like, like LMAs. I'm um, I like LMAs more too. And then you start this whole thing, whatever. But then now you want to feel like you're the king of R and B. Listen, son, you don't really get to erase the contributions of. Um, I mean, just to scratch the surface of Chris Brown or Trey songs, and then to go deeper, a tank like we said in the, in a Usher, uh, and and say that you're the king of R and B. I think it's quite laughable, and I think you did it for have a for have a moment, but you only have people clowning you now because you're not that. And yeah, you may have some catchy things that have been on the radio. I mean, you sample Avant's record, read your mind mm-hmm. to give us bed, and you know you kind of played off of Jay Holiday in that too. So, uh, if anything, you're a student of R&B and you're still learning. And so, I am just not going to even fix my lips to call you that because I just don't think that you deserve it. So, And guess what? That's that. That's that on that. So, uh, just a quick recap of last episode. Um, we had a recommendation for... Uh, Eric Bellinger and I did listen to him and I do like Drive By and then I also like um, what was the other one New Memories I think okay. that was one so yeah thank you for Rain actually requesting yeah, Rain, him so sure. thank you Eric Bellinger ladies and gentlemen if you guys want some R&B speaking of R&B uh, but he's not claiming himself to be the king of R&B but <laughs> if you guys looking for that, uh, please check out Eric Bellinger. So um, thank you guys for your questions this week. And if you guys want to participate in next episode, please send your question to xshuffle at hitshuffle.co. And we will be back with the last segment. We'll be back. And we're back. Welcome, everyone. And it's time for our final segment of the day, our cluster. Cluster. And today we decided to, um, in the spirit of talking about all of these amazing, prolific, 
legendary producers who contributed so much to what we know as music today. We only found it fitting to discuss another heavyweight in this game and who was rightfully deserving of his own space to talk about his greatness, and that is none other than Rodney Darkchild Jerkins. I mean, one of the greatest producers um, who has been able to be a name not only in the 90s, but in the early 2000s, and and then we've seen in the 2010s. So we're so excited to talk about... Well, in 2018. Which would be kind of like in the 2010s, right? But we are just so... um, I mean, four number ones, two Grammy wins. I mean, you think about it. I mean, talk about heavyweights. I mean, Monica, the Pussycat Dolls. Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Michael Jackson. Whitney Houston. Jackson. Whitney Elizabeth Houston. Jennifer Lopez. TLC. Tony Braxton. We could literally be here all day long talking about the greatness of this producer uh most notable i would say would be brandy yeah um and shout out uh the intro song that we did was the boy's mind the number one record of 1997 yes and it was his first number one record as well absolutely and funny story about uh this record is first of all he was influenced by Teddy Riley, and the piano was a must in his house. So he talked about how his dad had an electronic, electronic piano, and the sound of the harps just stood out to him. Mm-hmm. And then he realized that no one has ever did a harp sound with an R&B and pop record. Mm-hmm. So um, he decided to use the harps, and that's how The Boy's Mind became the little... That was the harps. And that became a legendary sound for him because that was also on um, telephone with, yes. with uh, Lady Gaga. And by the way, not 1997, 1998, number one song um, in 1998, uh, spent the 13 weeks atop. Um, and it became the second song in history to chart um, to number one, essentially, from being in like the 20... 20- 20 position. Um, first of all, The Boy Is Mine, let's just start there. A record by, at the time in the 90s, um, when we thought about female R&B, 98 female was power, an amazing... period. Female, period, right? But then if we talk specifically to a, a little section of R&B, there were three particular women that were kind of like the go-to girls, the ones who kind of were on a contemporary front. Mm-hmm. And that was... Aaliyah, mm-hmm. Monica, and Brandy. Um, and the backstory of this song is that it, it does feature who will also see his name kind of come across the rest of this cluster. Um, LaShawn Daniels, uh, Fred Jerkins, Rodney. R.I.P. R.I.P. to LaShawn, LaShawn Daniels, Daniels, one of the greatest songwriters but ever. he will I mean, get his own if he Could you imagine if he would have been here right now doing one of these IG Ooh, live battles? What? I mean, he probably would have sent everybody home. Yeah, you don't want to smoke. You didn't, they didn't want to smoke. No. Nah. Truly a great. And then Dallas Austin. Yeah. 
also on co-production with this song. Um, you know, Brandy had Never Say Never, and then Monica actually had the album that was also called The Boy's Mind. Um, and it just kind of revolution revolutionized the way we saw females. Yeah. And it, I, I don't know if you I don't know if I necessarily was negative, but I mean that female rivalry kind of was a trend. That was fun. But we Especially also saw the video. same thing. We also kind of same. We saw the same thing with Mariah and Whitney. And Whitney, yeah. Faith and Mary, like. <laughs> Ooh, Faith and Mary. Like there was a lot of female rivalry at the time. That was the culture, kind of pitting women against each other, in which they didn't really enjoy it when you watch them talk about it now. But like, that's what the industry was. And so to have such a record, I mean, with two of these women who were just at the peak and kind of come on this song, it just. Such a classic record. I mean, the infamous performance at the MTV Video Music Awards. Um, they've talked about it for years after years. It's like it's like forget all the other albums. We just want to talk about the boy's mind, right? And it's and still it, played to today, right? Anytime you go into the wanting to talk about somebody versus somebody, it's like Brandy mind, yep. and Monica, are like the heavyweight champs. Like you got to talk about it because they bodied what it meant to have a rivalry. And they genuinely did not like each other and didn't know a damn thing about each other. Nope. So, crazy, crazy record in it, in itself. Um, I just remember singing it all the time. Remember the box? Oh, yes. It used to come on the box every <laughs> night. You bet your life savings and you could see that the boy's mind was playing on the box. It was just one of those records. But... The good thing about Dark Child is that he's been able to give us so, so much more. I mean, when you think about his records, and I mean, this record with Brandy is just like one of the many records that they did. Um, but to go to Monica, he gave Monica Angel of Mine. Mm. When I first saw you, I already knew. And I, that also went to number one. His instruments, like the melody, like how he gets them to ride the beat is just amazing. It's like, almost as if he's produced song. their voice. All of his right. beats are minimum. Like the beats are not these big, drawn out beats. They're beats to they can compliment. Sing along to, right. The voices. The voice. Mm-hmm. And so when he produces, he's producing runs, he's producing riffs, he's producing, you know, isms, right? So, you know, he's basically taking your voice and tailored to a sound that with his own custom spin, you know, he gives you a, a tailor-made record. Mm-hmm. So you you really can't beat that. Um, so, you know, Angel of Mine, I mean, what a damn record for Monica in itself. Um, but then him and Rainy just kind of kept working. They had Never Say Never. And from Never Say Never, there was like Angel in Disguise, uh, top of the world, you know. So he, you know, records after records, and then you know, Brandy and Dark Child kind of got back together again, which is one of my personal favorite albums, Full Moon from two thousand and one, two thousand and two. Um, I mean, you know, when you, people say, "Oh, it sounds like one big song," you know, an album is supposed to be a cohesive body of work. Instrumentally, you don't want it to sound the same. But when you have a chemistry with a producer, you don't want to mess that up. And so when you hear, when it's a song that never ends, it's either a really good song that never ends or it's really a bad song. Full Moon was one of those really good songs that never really ended. I mean, you had records like Love Wouldn't Count Me Out, 
I thought, you know, when you touched me, what about us? Full Moon, all Rodney Jerkin produced records. And, you know, you saw their relationship kind of, you know, go again in 2008. And I think that you can't talk about Dark Child without talking about Brandy. Just like you can't talk about Brandy without talking about Dark Child. You know, in terms of production and, and duos, like I would put them together again if I had to put a, you know, you can have a Mariah and JD, right? You could have a, a Carrie Hilson and Apollo, or you can have a, a Missy Elliott and Timbaland, or you could have a Khalees and a Pharrell. There's Brandy and Dark Child, you know, and I think that is essentially, you know, both of them, their high points, right? Mm-hmm. But then he says, okay, well, okay, right. Yeah, I did this work with Brandy. But let's talk about this work with I did with other people. Like, what are some of your other favorite Dark Child records? Well, of course, right after The Boy Is Mine, he did, he did Say My Name. And I love the message um, when it comes to how that he song also won a Grammy, didn't it? Yes, mm. it was R&B Song of the Year, mm. and I love his message in creating the song because um, he was talking about like you should never be afraid to change something if it's wrong. Because the story behind that song is he was in London with the Spi- with the Spice Girls. Go figure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and in London at the time, they were doing like some sort of two step. Mm-hmm. And he felt like he had to bring it back to the States. And he was like, it was like one of the worst tracks that he felt like he've ever did. And that same day, he had a session with Destiny's Child. And they didn't like it. <laughs> they didn't like it at all. But so many he times felt, that happens right. in the industry where people first hear a song, they think, oh my God, I hate it. And then they put it out and it's like a big it's a hit. hit. Right. So it's like, Crazy. how do you know? Like, so he talked about how he just needed them to record it, just please record it. And they decided to record it. And he was like, he was working on it. And then he realized that he had to take the music out and just listen to the words, listen to the song. And he was like, he redid everything, and then that song became Say My Name. And that's what a real How song is. Know? A real song is a process. <laughs> a real song is a process. Sometimes you can write a song in 15 minutes, five, you know, five seconds, 17, whatever the case the dream. Be. Right. <laughs> and, but then sometimes it doesn't work like that because you got to lock down your melody. You need to get the consistency, and you need to know who's singing your lyrics. Thanks. So I'm not surprised by that. I think... That's exactly what it should be. I mean, there's a lot of heavy hitters. I mean, you want to talk stats. I mean, he got he was in the studio with Michael Jackson. Like that's before we even get to Michael, period. though. Like before we even get to Michael, because that's just that's Michael. That's Michael Jackson. I mean, let's think about some of these other records, right? Like Gina Thompson, the things that you do, or oh, yeah. Tatiana Ali, Daydreaming. Daydreaming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then even you know. Or even on a gospel kick, you know, you got Revolution, Revolution. by wow. Kurt Franklin. Yeah. Who would have known? Woo, woo. <laughs> you know what I'm Do saying? you want a revolution? Mary Mary, work with Mary Mary. So he's, you know, he's interdimensional, like he's multi, well, multi dimensional, you know, where he's been able to kind of go into these different genres and still give you like that authentic dark child sound. And it just like he just kept getting better. I mean, and speaking of different genres, let's touch up on his pop. Let's talk about his pop. So he had Britney Spears. Overprotected. Overprotected. Right. He also did Pussycat Dolls. When I grew Shout up. out to the Pussycat Dolls. Like, 
See me and you know, girl one, groups like <laughs> one day we really have to talk about the pussycat dolls. But outside of talking about pussycat dolls, let's talk about Nicole Schwarzinger. Yes, right. And when we first got introduced to her, pop, stars, pop stars, Eden's crush. Yes. If you don't know, now you know Eden's crush, <laughs> pop stars. Look it up. She was Dark Child produced that song too. She get over group. yourself. She was the group. Yeah, I said it. Now get over yourself. Did sound a lot like if you had my love. Go figure. Another number one single for Dark Child, <laughs> sung by Jennifer Lopez on a debut album on the 6th. If you don't know, now you know. Okay? Facts. <laughs> out of the four number ones, she's accredited for one out of the four. All right. Shout out. Let's go. J-Lo. <laughs> and then he also did Telephone with Lady Gaga. And at that time, Lady Gaga already had Let's Dance, Paparazzi, mm -hmm. and Love Game. And heavy production from Gaga with Red One. And so if you didn't hear him say Dark, Dark, Dark Child at mm -hmm. the end, would you have known? Nope. The harps, maybe. But, yeah, the harps, the harps, yeah. But would you have known? You but he known, said it at the end. You would have Right, if he didn't say it. At the end, would you have known the harps? Right, just the harps. Yeah. Without even right, take the harps out. But would you have known that that was a dark child record? No, I wouldn't. Know, to be honest, I wouldn't even know if Justin Bieber, as long as you love me, was a dark child. I really did not know mm -hmm. that was a dark child record. Nope. For the longest, and it's funny. Wait. Remember what we talked about, but okay, we ahead. talked about changes, right? The new Justin Bieber record, and we was mm -hmm. like, look at him, like now he's doing this heavy hip hop sounding. But. Let's not forget, Usher is the one who gave us Justin Bieber. Ludacris was on his debut single. The Dream produced his first record. Yep. Dark Child was on his album. Dark like Child. he has been working with, you know, people of color since he came out, or black people for the culture. So changes is not a shock, mm -hmm. like we said when we first heard his album. But that goes to show you like the the magnificence between Dark Child. And not only is it the same man that's giving us songs like Can't Leave Him Alone with Sierra. Mm, and classic. 50 Cent. Wait, let, classic. Let's, let's just stop there. Classic. Hey. That's the backyard barbecue song. Nah. You can't go to nobody's <laughs> house. Oh, you can't go to a wedding. You cannot go to a wedding, a birthday, birthday party, party, a seafood boil, a barbecue, a 21st, boy, a 30th. You're going to hear Can't Leave Him Alone. Like, how did that record, how did New Orleans just kind of come scoop that record up and make it as our own? I've never been to any function of not, and I've not heard Can't Leave Him Alone. And that goes into the same book where, like, The Right Kind of Lover by Patti LaBelle, mm -hmm. Maze, right? If You Love Me, Baby. Right, I Need a Baker's. Like, those are classic songs that we've adapted as a city in New Orleans to, to records like that. And Dark Child's a part of that. Thank you, Dark Child. You know, um, I mean, so many other records. I mean, even Sam Smith. Yeah, now that, I didn't Sam even Smith know record. Stay With Me by Sam Smith. I didn't even know that was a dark track. Well, I I don't, I, right. Originally, and then he came back and did some other work too. And then, of course, you know, they also added Mary J. Blige to it. But that's when Mary J. Blige was really in her UK bag. Mm -hmm. Remember the London, the London sessions yeah. or whatever? Um You know, that was Sex one of those moments. You my mind that's not the London I know, sessions. I just wanted to say that. Right. But he he's just done so many hits, and I mean, even in the even in the early two thousands, I mean, outside of like those other hits, I mean, he kind of popped up with Danny D. Kane, mm -hmm. Tamia. You know, he's kind of coming to pitch. Keisha Cole, Keisha Cole, Dark Child, yes, should let, let you go. You know, I mean. 
I think that it's it's something to be said for these producers where they're able to kind of tap into these moments. I mean, to kind of have range, versatility, balance with R&B, the production of the voice and the vocals, and to kind of smooth it out and almost make it futuristic in a sound. Like, when What About Us came out, it was nothing like anything I heard. Mm-hmm. Like, if you heard Never Say Never from Brandy, and then you heard What About Us, it was like, what the fuck? It was like that was on the same, like this nigga was going to battle with Timbaland at the time. Because Missy Elliott was in her bag. Missy Elliott had One Minute Man, Get Your Freak On. Yep. And then you had Brandy over here with What About Us. And Stuff that, to the 2000 wave was like a New Year millennium type of vibe. So that whole techno, futuristic kind of sound was something that everybody wanted a piece of. And Dark Child, Timbaland, and the Neptunes just ate it up. And the the thing that I love about his catalog so much is that with the songs that he's created for these artists, these are like songs that you have to hear like at a concert. Because mm-hmm. think about it. What's a Mary J concert without playing I Can't Love You? Oof. What's a J-Lo concert without If You Had My Love? It's not. And what's a, a Beyonce concert without playing Deja Vu? Come on. Facts. This man is a genius. But what about but what what about our our mad pick too? Fanning out the way not to sleep. No. Miss Houston. Day I wonder what that what that time was what that was like in the studio that time with Whitney. First of all, the fact that if I can go to my house and I know that I have recorded with Michael Jackson. Whitney Houston, Patty LaBelle. LaBelle. Come on. That's it. That's amazing. Come on. And then he was saying how Michael Jackson, he had the most fun recording with him because mm-hmm. he was a prankster, so they used to do a lot of pranks, and he could always remember the time. And this kind of bring me back to Neil, how he kind of shared a moment that Michael Jackson had with him. And that's dope to me that you can even say that. Now, you know, Neil was working with Michael Jackson before he passed. Yeah. So that really sucked. I remember Neil kind of talking about like, oh, well, you know, we were working together and then, you know, kind of stopped. So there's Neil and Michael Jackson workers that we've never heard. We've never even heard before. And to know that, like, when Rodney Jerkins talked about how a moment that he had with Michael Jackson, like, he um, picked him up. He had a, he said, I think he had a blue car. I don't know what car it was. But I'm pretty sure it's probably, like, a Bentley or something. Rock My World was a great, great, (laughs) like, place for Michael to kind of come back in. It was. And um, he talked about how he picked Mike up, and then they were just riding around my head and listening to music. Mike was scared. Because he was like, wait, I got to call security. And he was like, nah, like, you know, we, we just going to ride. Had the top down. He was like, people was passing out. But it was a great moment for mm-hmm. Michael just to feel mm-hmm. normal. Right. And you have that memory to hold on to. Like, that is legendary. Absolutely. Um, I, mean, I think there's just no mistaking on the greatness of who Dark Child is. Um, I think you're so lucky. Like... You know, Khalid and her mm-hmm. to kind of have these records too, right? More on a more recent front that have been able to experience Dark Child. We want to see him work with more, like we said, Normani. Mm, yes. Right? If um, he can even get in that wood, I'll add Summer Walker 
And I will add. Summer I would love Walker. to see what he can do with Summer Walker, Victoria Monet, yes. Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande. Like, yes. come on, Ari Tori Lennox. Kelly. Ooh, Tori come Kelly. Come on, I want I want you in the booth with them, even on the male front. Like, I would I would love to see what he can do with Gallant. For those who don't know who Gallant is, look him up. Um, what about, I mean, even some new stuff with Usher. There's nothing wrong with going back to what you know. I mean, Usher is working on a new album. I mean, why not? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can I even, like a Kehlani idea. I would like to see, oh, mm. I would like to see Kehlani. Uh-huh. I like to see Lucky uh-huh. Day, too, Ooh. with Dark Child. Yes. Yes. That's a, well, we called it. Okay. What about Scissor? Mm. I don't know. He might be able to do a little. Something. He might be able to do a little something. I think. I think I would. I would. I would be here for a John Legend. You know, he doesn't have a lot of records with men, though. He has. I mean, he has definitely records with male artists, but some of his more notable records come from from females. Yes, well, Mister Dark Child, we appreciate you. Oh my God! Thank you for this legacy. No scrubs. How can we forget about that? Shout out to Candy and Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> How can we forget about those scrubs? One Wish, Ray J, Cater to You, more Destiny Child records. More Destiny Child records. But all of these women, all of these women, all of these men, all these artists have multiple records. I got one for you. Okay. Your 2020 pick, Jasmine Sullivan. Ooh. Tough. Wait a minute. Tough. I wasn't ready. Tough. I wasn't ready. Tough. Well, you got some work, so <laughs> we we want to definitely see you continue on, Dark Child. We want to see you work with more people, um, add more to this repertoire of music that you've been able to give us. Thank you for your gifts, your contributions. I I mean, this is crazy. You know, when you think about the legacy that it leaves behind. And like I said, you can go deeper, right? Like, you know, he's worked with Jennifer Lopez on multiple tracks. He's worked with Beyonce on multiple tracks. You know, Mariah on multiple tracks. You know, Brandy. Like, there's multiple tracks for all of these people that you can see. And even people who we didn't even talk about, he's worked with Ashanti, Janet Jackson. You know, you name it. This man has worked with them. And not all of his records were singles. But damn it, half the shit that I've heard that Dark Child has produced, it's been good in my book. So, you know... Are there any other like underground songs or any other cuts that that are, may not be popular that you know of him? Um, he did Escape with Michael Jackson. This is like the last album. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did, I did listen to that one. That was the one with Justin Timberlake, right? The love never felt so good, mm-hmm. baby. And then he did, he did Scared of Lonely. He helped out with Scared of Lonely. Really, I didn't know that. Scared of Lonely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And also, what's the other song? Oh, Tamar. Oh, blind. 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 <laughs> I mean, B five. All I do. For those you know, heartthrobbers out there, enough crying. Sean Garrett back again. But yeah, there's All a lot right, of so stuff. So we, like like you said earlier, we decided to dedicate this episode to you, especially like with everything going on. This wasn't planned. With everything going on with the Instagram, um, 
I don't want to say beef, but the challenge, the Instagram challenge. So we just wanted to show our appreciation for you and to let everybody know, like, this is the body of work that you, you are leaving. Who you think he can happen to for the battle? I was thinking, like, Brian Michael Brian Cox. Brian Michael Cox, that's what I said. Oh, yeah. So. Or Dallas Austin. Ooh. Dallas uh-huh. Austin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is the content we need to <laughs> this see. This is what we need to see. This is what we need uh-huh. to see, man. Listen, Rodney Dog Child Jerkins, if you're not familiar, which I know you're familiar, get familiar. Um, with the release of this episode, you can also find the link to the Dog Child playlist. Um, get into it, listen to it, sing along to it, because you know every single record on the playlist. You're going to sing. Right? Um, just dark child. All right, friend. <laughs> well, that concludes um, shuffle the dark child. The dark child episode episode, episode three. My Trip. favorite number three. Um, we have a, a special announcement. Lay it on them. So we realized that, you know, we've all been inside. We've been quarantining. Um, you guys have been to the club, right? We all done been to happy hour. Um, we done all kind of got on and ate and fellowshiped. And I think that it's only right that we, I don't know, do some karaoke. Oh. So we decided that on Thursday at 8 p.m., we want you to join us on Instagram Live for um, a karaoke session, and we're going to pull some tracks from the Dark Child episode, and we may throw in some extra ones, too. So if you're feeling like you got the bug in you and you got some songs to let out, let us know, and we may even have some surprise guests join us on the live. Ooh. So... <laughs> With that being said, we'll see you next time. I'm Jay Brooks. And I'm Nola C, guys. Thank y'all for listening. And don't forget to hit shuffle. Bye. Peace.